Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. As always, I'm your host, Beebs, here on the DD Show. I'm here with my co-host, Chen. How you doing, man? Yeah, doing all right. You know, it's a different type of feel, not being mad about the Packers yet. So, uh, <laughs> no, pleasant day of football. Definitely got to watch some teams that don't normally always watch. And, yeah, it was exciting. Yeah. You got some hair sticking up behind your mic. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, no, like up on the top of your head. Just trying to help you out. No, no. Ah, there, there you go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's let's dive in. Sunday recap, week eight reactions. Uh, thoughts on Ravens Buccaneers Thursday night. Ah, uh, thoughts. I mean, the Buccaneers are somehow not first in their division, which going into the season just. I'm sorry. I, even just like the way the Saints are playing, it just didn't seem plausible. And uh, kind of seems like the Buccaneers are dead. I There's, mean, that's, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Divorce uh, is finalized. And uh, yeah, and that team just doesn't. The, the problem with that team is it's full of so many veterans. So, like, you know, they're not really going to get better. And anything, the more they lose, they're going to get worse and start, you know, thinking about opportunities elsewhere. And, yeah, I mean, for the Ravens, it's just another solid win to, you know, keep your season going, stay in that uh, AFC playoff race. But, yeah, there wasn't the whole, you know, much. I mean, Buccaneers do what they do. They pass the ball way too much. I get mad watching that. But this is where they're at, three and five. The result of Thursday night really was very typical. It didn't, like, surprise me. Honestly, it was closer than I thought it would be. That's fair. Like, a a grinder – a grinder for the Ravens. Let me let me quickly look up the final score. Because I believe the Buccaneers were ahead. They were. That's uh, why it, I think it was twenty-seven to twenty-two was the final. Twenty-seven to twenty-two. One. That is weird. But yeah, yeah. I I just when it comes to the Bucks, um, I can't write them off because if they even become like half of what their potential is, they'll win their division so easily at this point because their division's terrible. I mean, the, the, the Panthers were an extra point away from being on top of the division today. So that's right. Which, yeah, that to know. But yeah, I was happy to see the uh, Thursday night win streak continue. That makes it five weeks in a row that uh, I've hit. Um, we both picked Ravens. We both got the pick right. But yeah, I, I, we've talked about the Bucks a lot. I think that the, the issues come down to what you had to say really is what we've said before is they pass the ball too much. Can't get a run game going. O-line struggles. Brady can't extend plays. Inherently, yeah. you lose your downhill, downfield threat because you don't have time to get downfield. So, what was that? Three, game, three games in a row now, advantage. too? That they've lost. Yeah. Steelers, Panthers, crazy. Yeah. I mean, I don't even think, can't remember the last time a Tom Brady-led team has done that. So, yeah. unknown uh, – Really unknown territory. Well, no, I, there was a stat. I think it was uh, since 2004, 2002, maybe. I think it was 2002 because they were bad that year. That yeah. was the last time Brady lost three games in a row. Wow. I mean, that's literally 20 years ago. Yeah, that and, was his second I mean, year starting. Jeez, man. So, I mean, so, yeah, it speaks to his greatness. But overall, just Buccaneers are bad. That, that's yeah, really what that says. that's the bottom line. Um, Ravens are solid AFC playoff contenders, but no um, 
we'll move on to London this morning. How are you? Are you, are you a little salty here? They, they finally rode a little bit. You didn't, uh, you, didn't you know, and that's, that's just kind of what happens. I feel that's like. t- I feel that's like typical. I'm, <laughs> I'm always on the other side of these things. So yeah, waking up to, you know, see that I was like, all right, it's, I'm not shocked here. You know, it's, it is what it is. Again, it's not like the Russell Wilson offense was crazy good today either. Like you... they managed to win. You know, I'm still gonna crap on this team. Like they're they're not gonna make playoffs. They still look dead. The Jaguars obviously weren't. I mean, at a time we thought, at least I thought, they were gonna be competitive. Maybe even sneak in if they got lucky in that division. But from what it looks like now, they just they can't seem to win games yet. I'm, I'm a little, I'm a, I'm a little like, I'm a little concerned about the, the Jaguars. Um, uh, if I they think... don't win soon, yeah, yeah, the concern could grow. It's no, just... this is a game they should win. This is the ter- the Broncos are terrible. It should have been, especially given uh, Travis Etienne's big day. It was just the you know Trevor Lawrence. I mean, he just had a really bad day. That's where my concerns are growing. Is I feel like, um. Checking, hold on. I'm checking the final of this commanders game. Wow, that's crazy. We'll talk about that in a second, but yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a little st- I'm starting to grow concerned with Trevor Lawrence. I feel like he was breaking out and now he's regressing from that breakout. So I'm starting to wonder if it was like a fake breakout. <laughs> if that, makes yeah, sense. and that's no, that's a very good way to put it. Uh, that's kind of, I guess, where I'm coming from in the sense that like if they don't win soon. Like if we get to like two and ten, Jaguars. That's that's where I'm gonna get to the point of like, all right, now you're gonna start kind of looking at Trevor Lawrence a little funny because we saw this work initially during the season and the offense they can run the ball. It's and again, I don't think it's like play scheme or anything. Like I, I do think Doug Peterson's a good coach. He's a Super Bowl winning one. No, he's throwing holes. a pick or two every single week. Right, and it's just you know the sloppy plays. They just they need to get cleaned up. Um, because it was a three-point game, you know. You know, and I don't think their pick, defense is fumble, I don't I mean, think anything defense can... is bad either. I think that Trevor Lawrence just doesn't oh, take yeah. care of the ball, and it's a growing concern of mine. I'm not pressing a button. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm just a little concerned. Yeah, it's a fair, fair argument, especially for a number one pick. You're held to a higher standard. <laughs> yeah. I think Andrew Luck is kind of like, you know, what you're going for here. But, hey, good for the Broncos. They got to win, and honestly, it's they're probably not going to get too many more of them. So, congrats to them there. <laughs> uh, all right, we'll, we'll move on. To, we'll move on to – did you see the interview after the game? Of, of the Russell Broncos Wilson? Jags? No. Yeah. So, the sideline – No. The sideline <laughs> reporter goes up to Russell Wilson, like, right on the field, and uh, her last question is like, hey, you know, enjoy that flight home. And she's like chuckling to herself because she's like she's making a high knees joke, and then he yeah. just he doesn't recognize it at all, and he goes Broncos country, let's ride, and then like jogs off, and she just turns around and she's just laughing so hard, dying, because like, yeah, he's just a he's, oh, oh my god, it's so it's just robotic almost in the way like it's like no like literally some like I'm watching Russell Wilson interact with other humans sometimes, and it's like I'm playing GTA. And there's just a guy walking down the street. <laughs> He's an NPC. <laughs> like, yes. Yes. 
just That's like like imagine it if you were to like. plug in like a sports fan to walk around Los Santos. Like what would they say? They'd have like repeated lines or be like Broncos country, <laughs> let's ride. And then they'd be like they'd be wearing their own jersey and it's just yeah. like very true, very true. And honestly, the high knees thing on a plane is kind of sounds like a glitch in the game. Like just seeing a guy just do yeah. high knees back and forth mid-flight. Like I, I don't get it, but you know what? I can't take anything away from them this week because they won. And yeah, they're still nah, bad. I, will still I, I apparently heard Hackett Hackett was coached for his job. I heard reports about that. Like they didn't get something going, but I think he still is. Like He's brought there for their offense. That defense keeps no, them in. Yeah, their defense is the only reason that we're still even like they're, they're not the number one pick. Right. And it's it's not really a lack of weapons issue. At least it shouldn't be from the Broncos side of things. No, the only thing you, you can look at really the, say is they lost to Fonta Williams. But but even then, I, I still yeah, like Melvin Gordon. Like he's still solid. Um, they, they have Sutton and Jerry Judy. Like yeah, that's they have no solid. excuses. No, so either way, so, yeah. Uh, we'll go back to NFC game. NFC South here. Um, first game of the new window. I, I want to talk about. I picked the Falcons. I'm high on the Falcons, uh, and you picked the Panthers to win this game. Um, I'm not mad. I'm really no, you not, shouldn't like, be mad. You shouldn't be mad. It was way closer. Yeah, than I, thought I, it was, I believe but... it was an upset pick. No, I mean, no, I was, but. Um, are you mad at DJ Moore? How so? Oh, you don't he know had what great happened? Day. He had a great day. So you saw the Hail Mary touchdown, right? Yeah. 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 You saw him then take off his helmet and get flagged 15 yards. And then the extra point was a 48-yard field goal. I understand that. I still think one dumb rule. But the, that doesn't excuse Double. him. He knows you the know, rule. With without him catching that though, like they don't, they don't even get in position. I'm more blame. Like I get it's there's pressure, but like 48 is pushing it. But like no, Justin Tucker's not missing missed, 48. I think he missed another 33 yard in overtime to win. Right. So at the end of the day, I was more just like, all right, this kicker stinks. I I understand what you're saying. Like, could I be upset? Like, yeah. You don't need to rip your helmet off, but like at the same time, it's one of those like in the moment things. You didn't like hurt anybody or whatever. I don't know. Like they didn't do anything about Diggs when he did it in playoff game. I understand. Oh, they expired, they but... flagged him for that time. It just expired. Yeah. Either way, dumb rule in my opinion. Yeah, it sucks that it happened, but like you mentioned, Panthers had chances to win. The fact they look so much better on offense with PJ Walker and uh, Don is it. Deonta Foreman? Deonta yeah, Deonta Foreman. Deonta Foreman. I think it's mainly PJ Walker, if you ask me. Is the yeah, difference. he just he can just move the sticks. Uh, bottom yeah. line is he's consistent. He can make every throw. And that's something Baker wasn't doing. Like you, you just can't be missing guys in the NFL. And it's nice seeing DJ Moore get utilized. Sucks is I don't think he's gonna get traded now, but from what it seemed like I don't think he was going to get traded at all. Yeah, that that seems to be a smoke. I just can't believe that they were literally an extra point away from being on top of this division, and they're my 32nd ranked team. Right. Yeah, and power rankings (laughs) as we came out, like a lot of like a lot of people that's at the bottom, even after beating Buccaneers. But 
I mean, from what we've seen, they're not a good football team either. It's kind of interesting, though, because like you said, yeah, they were they're a game back from, you know, getting on top of the division, but they're still close now. Like they're like if they keep playing this way, it would be very interesting to see a team led by PJ Walker and Deontay Foreman. Go, they're just not going to make the playoffs. They're not going anywhere. Relax. This is a this is a game that you look at it and you're like, if you're Carolina Moral victory, yeah, if you're Carolina management, you're just like, eh, it's probably a good thing we lost that game because you know we're we're going for the number one pick here. That's fair. if they beat out the Texans, yeah. But or I mean, eh, we'll see. You know, because if you I, win I that game, saying. but what I'm saying is, you win that game, now you're taking a mediocre roster forced into the situation where it's like, oh, do we want to try and push for the playoffs? Like, you know the roster, the players and the coaches are going to want to do that. Management right. is now like, oh, you know, yeah, this is probably better. You know, <laughs> as much as you want to win, but yeah. Yeah, um, I don't So is, is Atlanta it. is Atlanta or New Orleans on top of the division now? I believe it's still Atlanta. Because they're four and four. That's a, I that's think New about. Orleans is three and five. Um, yeah. And I mean, we can transition to that if you want. I and I much yeah. to say other than like the Falcons, they look good today, like offensively. The fact, yeah, they the used Kyle they got, they're able to, yeah. I mean, it's crazy again, what get happens. him involved, right? Yeah, Mariota, like it's, it's, a, it's the Jamar Chase uh, yeah. here. You use them, right? Yeah, it's crazy what simple. happens, you know? Yeah, getting the ball to your best guys, but no, it's it was a very pleasant surprise, I think, for the Falcons fans this year. Yeah, you still got some building to do and whatnot, but they have a, a very underwhelming roster in my eyes going into the season. The fact that they're four and four, uh, that's hat off to Arthur Smith. But yeah, Saints Raiders. Uh, Saints Raiders. Yeah, this is a shocker. Any takeaways? Yeah, that, that was. I think the Raiders stunning. are just bad. I think we've overinflated them, and they're just one of the worst. I think Josh McDaniel stinks. Yeah, I think I think they're one of the I think he stinks. I, I think he like should be one and done. Because he will be. Here's the reality. Okay. Is this this roster, minus the best receiver in the league, arguably, went to the playoffs last year without a head yeah. coach. They lost their number one receiver, Henry Ruggs, mid year. They lost their head coach mid year. They get an interim head coach. They win 10 games and go to the playoffs. Just one of the yep. craziest stories you can ever think of. Like that. That's just that's crazy that that team was able to endure all that and still make the playoffs with, with what I would argue is an average roster. Right. Now That's you throw in, now you throw in Devonte Adams. They got Chandler Jones on the defense. Chandler side. Jones, supposedly a better offensive minded coach. <laughs> and supposedly, and, and we're what are they, they have two wins, two and two and six now. Two and uh, two and five. They had to buy two and five now. Two and five. Oh my gosh! What are we? What, what are we doing? I, I mean, Devonte Adams had one catch for three yards today. That just can't happen. That I don't can't a, happen. Like, uh, I don't care. Even if how do they score zero points with that offense? You, yeah, that's really the bottom line. Is you can't get shut out with. You got Darren Darren Waller and then Devonte Adams. That's not to mention guys. Hunter Renfro and Josh Jacobs. Right. Like the fact and Derek Carr. No, no one's getting a 
easy win in a one-on-one. Like I thought, if anything, yeah, Renfro would have like a good day. The whole thing is just bizarre that you can be that bad with that much talent. And they're able, that's the end, they're able to run the ball with Josh Jacobs. So how they can't orchestrate some sort of passing attack just kind of seems like they're out of rhythm. And I pin that primarily on the coach. I don't think Derek Carr just got crazy bad. I think it's Devontae Adams not getting schemed well enough. I would agree. I think but, uh, Andy Dalton is unlocking the Saints offense a little bit here. Which, yeah, again, there's so many just random storylines this year. <laughs> it is really feels like a Madden Sim League where like Geno Smith is making the Seahawks good. <laughs> Andy Dalton's going for 400 yards and four TDs. Like you see yeah. it at, like a bottom of a Madden Sim and you're like, oh yeah, like that's a crazy game. But yeah, it's Madden. Like, no, this is real life. Like, <laughs> no, this is you real just life. said it. The Giants you are said six it and you're and right. One. Right, yeah, like, yeah, somebody's user controlling the Giants right now. Like, you <laughs> even said yourself, Andy Dalton is unlocking the Saints off. They all, like, am, just, am I wrong, though? That's a fact. That's what I mean. That's the, the best, the best part of it is 100% true. But it's like, that, that, saying that in the beginning of the season, like, I'd, I'd laugh at you. I, I would, visit, I'd be like, what, Andy, the guy who was on that really bad Cowboys team yeah. with, they they had the line. They still had Zeke. Look, I, at this had... point, I think he deserves another year. They're if what they... is his record as a starter? Like they're winning games. They're in these games. Like they're a good. Like this is who the Saint we thought the Saints would be with Jameis is a very competitive like playoff <laughs> edge team. Yeah, that's that's a very good point. And I would say it really depends on just how they approach the rest of the season. Like if if they're going to double down and be like, let's contend, let's see if we can. They're a game back of their division, right? Yeah, and so from that aspect, uh, Grant, I I think they need to you know show they can close out games more because yeah, you you blew out the Raiders, but again, like we both said, the Raiders have vastly underperformed this season. For for their just sake, if they do get in that playoff uh, hunt, even. You're looking at like bottom of the first round, like back half. I wouldn't draft a quarterback. Then it, it makes sense to roll Andy Dalton. But yeah, that's a valid point. If they kind of stumble, you know, the rest of the way, maybe he gets banged up, whatnot, and they finish like, you know, five and 12, six and 11, which I, I think maybe seven or eight wins is more reasonable. Um, you know, that, that's a different story. It is. But that's a good point. We'll see. You know, we really just got to see. I'm, 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 I am excited about the Saints right now. I'm, um, I've written off the Raiders. I, I think I went from not pressing mm. the panic button. I just skipped over it and then I wrote them You're off to slam it. Yeah. yeah. Until yeah, they, it's... until they move on from Joshua Daniels. Cause that there's no other like logical answer, right? You're not going to look at that roster and be like, Oh, you know, their old line struggling and the quarterback play is not good. Like, let's give them another year. It's like, yeah, like you, this this exact roster minus two like good additions made the playoffs. So what's what's the what's the problem? Yeah. yeah, it's it's not personal. And now you're you're getting shut out by a. It's the one thing you know. It's one thing when they lost their first three games by less than a touchdown, right? But now you're getting shut out by the by the Saints, by the Saints, the Andy Dalton led New Orleans Saints. Yeah, it's it's bad. All I can say is it's bad in Vegas right now. <laughs> uh, I'm. Ho- I hope Devontae's happy, but yeah. uh, I don't think he is. 
Well, yeah. Sucks to suck. Yeah, should have stayed. Yeah, yeah, whatever. All right, we can move on. Um, all right, I got a question for you. When you turned on Red Zone today or whatever, whatever you're watching them, were you surprised to see the Detroit Lions up 27 to 7, I believe? On yeah, 24 to 7, something like that. Up three scores for sure on the Miami Dolphins. Definitely, yeah. Like, wow, this is nuts. But then, like, they did their typical Lions thing. <laughs> not they. This team does not know how to win games. We see the talent every single Sunday. Flashes, quarters, halves. Of just so I know I've really been the good biggest, football. I agree with everything you just said. I've been the biggest, like, Dan Campbell need another year supporter. At some point, these close games come down to coaching. They have to. It's and sucks. so you question yourself. What you're asking basically is, are we in this game because of Dan Campbell and the roster is insufficient? Which I would argue, yes, the defense right now is extremely insufficient. Uh, you yeah. saw that by the field day from the, the Dolphins passing game, right? Um, right? Or is it a coaching issue? And you look at the Vikings, had all those close games, however, you know, and they make the coaching issue, now they're 6-1, and one, right? So um, yeah. at some point down the line, that question needs to be asked. I don't think we're there yet, but at some point. It's getting um, there. I don't think we'll get there this year. I think it's, I, I think the, the, you know, the defense is still just not good enough to fire a coach over. Like you have not given him a good roster. Yeah, that's very fair. It's, point. The, it's the bottom line. Um, yeah. But the Dolphins proven again why they're AFC contenders, a top AFC team here. You know, get down against, get down, come back, roar back with just ridiculous explosive offense. Once again, proving that you can take a mediocre quarterback and give him the best receivers in the world, and he'll he'll look good. Yeah, and that, that was the, really the biggest concern with the Dolphins this season was is Tua going to be able to utilize you know weapons around him, and that has been a uh, confident yes. So anything can happen in that AFC playoff feature we saw with the Bengals last year. This is 20. very kind of reminiscent of it. 29 of 36, 382, and three touchdowns. Yeah, no interceptions. And going into the season, that was really I'm not saying that, you know, I mean, I I think I still think there's valid. I hate it, you know, to a turn the ball over. Like, I I was fun to say, but I'll defend the guy because he wins, and I always have, but I do still think that there are some issues with like his deep ball accuracy. And whatnot, but For at the sure. same time, like <laughs> Tyree Kill gets so you, open, doesn't even. Yeah, matter. you don't. You like you don't. This is what you do. When you, like if you want to build around this quarterback, they have clearly built a roster for success around this guy, like to a T. So yeah, it's very like hats off. Yeah, I don't know who their GM is, you know, in Miami, but he's doing a good job. So uh, is DeAndre Swift really that big of a difference maker with this offense? Just his, pre- I mean, he didn't even have that great of a day, but his presence alone just gives, gives them that spark. I think, yeah, it's a very underestimated thing about offense is the, the threat, you know, not like the Bengals were the first part of the season. They were like completely phasing out Jamar Chase and using him as decoy, but like when you are just getting the ball in Swift's hands consistently, like you said, he didn't have a big day, but 
the threat of them is there. It helps. I mean, I didn't have a big day and he's, he's still scored a touchdown too. So, <laughs> you know, right. Yeah. Like it's, just, it just frees up their offense a bit more. And with a team that's this bad on defense, they're kind of going to need that all year. Just as many options as they can get. And, and they have a decent three headed monster here with Amon Ross, St. Brown, TJ Hawkinson, DeAndre Swift. You still got depth behind him with Jamal. Yeah, Williams you get, and, Hey, look at this point, Actually, I'll ask you this question instead of saying it. Uh, at this point, if you're the Lions, what is what is the next step? Is it Bryce Young or CJ Stroud, whichever you prefer, or, or what's that other guy's name? I can't remember his name. Um, the guy that Stroud Young is like Will Levis from Kentucky. yeah Levis. That's who I'm thinking of. Uh, um, yeah, or or is it defense? I mean, I know they're going to have a lot of they do have a lot of cap space to go to go build the defense that way. Um, sure. but what's, what, what's the thought process here? Do you go get your guy? Oh uh, yeah. Personally, as a GM, I, I don't think, I, I guess it depends really who's on the board, you know, defensive prospect wise, if you can really get another, like a middle linebacker for them would be nice to shore things up a, a corner. I don't really feel like the Jeff they got a lot of work out. Akuda's yeah. been solid. No, I think Akuda has been solid. In my opinion. I don't think he, I mean, he's not like sauce Gardner, but I don't think he's been right. Good. I think or, you could get another guy next to him. I though, think he's played better you know? than Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah, that's fair. After guy, he started off pretty good. Yeah. It seemed. Um, I would agree. There's, yeah, there's a lot of work. I, there's just yeah. holes everywhere on the defense, and I think Akuda and Hutchinson, like you just drafted them, you can't, you know, move on that quickly. Right. Um, but yeah, I was just curious if you think it's go grab a quarterback or go build a defense if if you have the number one pick. Yeah, and yeah, I don't think they're gonna get you know, number one, and even if they got, like, two or three, I guess, for thinking about Stroud or Bryce Young, who's over there, it's it almost seems kind of like they'd be setting themselves back a year already by doing that, because you're not... Unless really they really the like... Unless unless they really like one of them, right? So, like, if, you, if yeah. you've had your eye on this guy forever, and you think he's your guy, like, I think I think that's when you take him. I just don't right. think any of these guys, maybe Bryce Young or Will Levis, are that guy. Those are the only two that I agree. I'm a little bit. I'm above fifty percent. I don't think year one they would be better than what Goff is doing right now. That's just my opinion. I would I, I honestly, very no bad. matter who you pick, I think, I think you, you should solid. Him. I think you should him for a year. I'm a subscriber right. to that philosophy, no matter who it is. Like, yeah, you so yeah, that's what you're doing. Well. I mean, they they got to just work on improving this roster. But the bottom line, best defensive prospect and spend the money you got, see if they can do yeah. something. But that's it's fair fair assessment. Um yeah. how about the Bears offense this week? Um Bears defense not so great, but Bears offense. Yeah. Two weeks in a row. Looking it's looking better. Looking good is. in my opinion. I, I think this is another uh what do we categorize them as? Good flashes for Justin Fields to uh, buy buy himself a little more time. You know, I would say two weeks ago before the Patriots game, I was ready to write him off. I was like, dude. Yeah, and that's it's again. Maybe I was just optimistic, but it's just those flashes have been enough. Like, there's just some guys that it seems like every game they just get like beaten up, and they they just don't. They're just progress. They they don't help your team win, and it, it's like. The Bears, I feel like they would be worse off with like a stationary quarterback. Like that guy would probably be taking eight sacks a game instead of totally four that Fields usually takes. He had 60 uh, I mean, yards rushing think, today. Yeah, like I do really think down. he provides something to this offense that 
not every quarterback could. Um, so that's why I do think, again, it's the same thing with the Lions situation. If you got a guy that, and especially Fields, is super young, that you think could potentially be the guy they show flashes, roll with him, like try and build around him because yeah. Well, it, it I, think, really I think I think we're we're all you know like. <laughs> Go get a go get a wide go get a weapon, you know. Yeah, I give think. him something to see, see before you judge him. I mean, give him a just at least average <laughs> yeah. receiver room, or it's bad. It's really bad what they got. But yeah, my opinions uh, on the Bears really don't change, even after a big win um, Monday night. I no, yeah, because then they did this. You know, like the yeah. Bears, like they can't really play together. I like, actually I don't think it. like like this just shows where the Bears are at. In my opinion, because like I'm looking at them losing, giving up nearly 50 points to the Cowboys. I'm like, oh, they actually didn't play that bad of a game. Like they scored 30 points. They, you know, they were never in it really. But like, oh, you know, they made, right. it, they made it look good, right? And like that's just kind of where I'm at with the Bears. Is like, if you can just like get better offensively, scoring 30 points, 29, but whatever, you know. Yeah. To me, I see that as as a moral victory. Like, okay, like Fields is improving. Herbert's looking actually really good. Um, our off season doesn't change right here. Like our, our plan does not drastically change. Um, and as for the Cowboys, yeah. it's it's starting to enter Super Bowl or bust category this year, in my opinion. They got the team. Seeing I Tony Pollard do his thing, I, I really you could make a case he should be their starter. I, I, I think like the case. I think that case is, is solid. Right. Yeah, it's I, really I just really have he's any not getting paid. Intention like with that case. It's. I feel like they're literally just starting Zeke because he's on their well, payroll. I mean, such a hefty number. Yeah, I would agree. Pollard, fourteen for one thirty-one and three touchdowns. Yeah, he's just explosive. He's, he really is. Oh, Dak yeah, looks overall, solid. Um, nothing great. Nothing like n- not a marquee masterclass or anything out of Dak yet, but um, he's yeah. clearly a step up from what Cooper Rush was. You know, in terms of their passing threat. And uh, look, they got a guy back there that should that go down again. They're very confident. I'm very confident that they'll continue to win games. And their defense is just incredible, despite giving up 30 points today. Yeah, no. And that's when they're scoring so much, uh, you're just naturally giving the Bears more possessions. But I would agree with you. They could play better defensively, but can't win them all. And I mean, from that side of the ball, granted, they still won the game by 20 points. And I would agree with you that this team is in that, especially in the NFC, the way it's looking right now, it's shaping out like the top three, like real contenders is Cowboys, Eagles, and really the Vikings. I mean, you yeah. throw the Giants in there, but that loss to Seattle today was really, I mean, I will talk more about it later, but they're not really there yet in terms of like bona fide could count them out of the NFC. I, I don't see it. Yeah, that's. I think it's a pretty fair assessment. Um, you mentioned the Vikings, so we can go to we can pivot to that game here. Um, I, I'll I'm going to make a statement. I think in, in you know Call of Duty jokes aside, even though it's actually a legitimate concern of mine because it did come out this week. Uh, Kyler, ever since the return of DeAndre Hopkins, this offense has looked leaps and bounds better than what it was. I mean, uh, regardless of the loss today. Um, they are moving the ball at a much fire. They are much more explosive, moving moving the ball at a much better rate. Um, I still think that they have terrible roster problems, and they're still a really bad team. 
but there is no denying the DeAndre Hopkins impact, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. I mean, Kyler yeah, wasn't no. even coming close to throwing for 300 yards, and he did that today in a loss. So, like, I think that totally I, 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 I think that Cliff, I mean, you guys have heard me talk about Cliff Kingsbury. I think it's time after the year. I don't think it's a midseason thing, but I think it's time. Um, and you could argue the GM as well, but, you know. Well, yeah, because is it really a matter of the roster? Because personally, I feel like they got everything they need on offense for sure. Yeah, why are we and trading for Robbie Anderson? Guess, yeah, it does. That's just sense. my problem. Is like this roster is like not like I don't think this ro- this roster is a solid roster. It is not a Super Bowl roster, and they're making moves like that where it's like they're playing. It's like they're playing Madden franchise. It's like oh, you know, I'm gonna have. DeAndre Hopkins and and I'm going to trade for Marquise Good or Mark or Marquise Brown and I'm going to trade for Robbie Anderson because Marquise Brown got hurt and it's like this like Rams esque like Von Miller trade like oh we're going to make a move to win the Super Bowl and you're like two and five at the time that the trade was made. Yeah, yeah, it's very like, poor uh, management. I would agree. I, at the very least, I think Cliff Kingsbury needs to go. But um, the Vikings Definitely are good, man. They win in, a, in just a variety of ways. Um, they can win. Uh, Jefferson was quiet today, and, and he had 90 yards receiving. So, um, you know, that's a quiet day for Justin Jefferson. But then he got – this is why this roster is so deadly. Is Dalvin Cook goes for uh, – I know he had 25 fantasy points on my bench, but 111 oh. rushing yards and a touchdown. Like, and, and, then, and then Madison has a rushing touchdown as well. And let me pull up Kirk's numbers – Kirk two thirty two and two touchdowns, like no interceptions, like the, Solid day. Um, really good home field advantage in Minnesota. I th- I, like I, I've been saying this for weeks now. It's she better win the division, and they they to me are like you just said. They're approaching uh, the Dallas category where it's like, yeah, you guys should go to the Super Bowl this week. It's here, or it's going to be a disappointment. <laughs> you know, really, um, yeah. I am concerned about them against Philly because we've already seen it, and it didn't go well. This is true. Um, yeah, I think in Philly in the playoffs, that's shown to be a problem of things past. So, yeah, I would I would oh. definitely agree. The Vikings, it, I think if they're going to get through Philadelphia in the playoffs, they need to find a way to win as many games as possible, and simply just hope that they can steal the home field and, and Philly starts losing a game or two, and the Vikings can can beat them out for it. I think that that's their best chance to Arizona in February. Right. Um, mm-hmm. but I think they're right there. I think they're a top three team in the NFC. Like you said, I think that they are a 14, 13 win roster right now. Mm. They look, they, yeah, look un- they, they look unstoppable. I'm just going to be frank with you. Like they're, they're, they play good defense. They turn teams over. They, their defense is playing way better than I thought. They were. That the, is true. They're definitely, their defense is way overperforming. Um, Kirk is, you know, avoiding those primetime matchups. So, you know, they're winning, they're playing solid games, and that concern <laughs> still exists when we get to the when we get to the playoffs. But um yeah, I, I'm just very like I'm very impressed with the Kevin O'Connell immediate change. This is this is this is what we've always like known about the Vikings. It's like Man, the roster's so good, but they just can't find ways to win games. And like this is what I kind yeah. of like hint at with like David Campbell which I don't think the roster is that good yet, so you can't fire him. But it's like Mike Zimmer like was the reason they were losing these games. That's like the – like that, that's clear that's as day. That's what we're seeing. 
you know, yes, like that's what we're seeing. That's what the evidence is showing. Like they were in all these games the last couple of years, never found a way to win more than half of them. Now they're six and one. The only thing that's changed is the coach. Right. Yeah. Like he really unlocked that offense, in my opinion. Like it's the Vikings oh, yeah. are just so much more took them out of took them out of those like 22, 22 personnel play action sets and all this. Yeah. Just two thousand football. Yeah, like you get, dude. You got Justin Jefferson, and then like probably a top three wide receiver too as well. Like, <laughs> agreed. Yeah. So good. Yeah, that's enough Vikings praise for me before I start puking. So that's, Cardinals, that was, are, that was hard. That Cardinals was really hard. are bad. Um, honestly, last game of the noon window. Oh, that's not true. We can go. Let's go New England and the Jets here. Um, Predictable. <laughs> that's what i was about I mean, to say we, we said this we we you know, like stole my pick but i mean we hey, know i almost i we've, almost we've switched football for it, a and long i trusted time. my gut and you yeah know and you have to it's just the writing was on the wall belichick was not going to get stomped again especially against a division, a division rival, rival. That he's usually good against they've so. now beaten the jets 13 straight times yeah, that's uh, <laughs> not good for the Jets. And, uh, you know, I, I think this team is good. I, I don't know if they're actually going to make it into the playoffs for the Jets' sake. It's going to be close. Hey, there's just so many good teams in the AFC. Well, they can't. They're, they're like not going to win their div- They're not going to win their division. That's right. Buffalo and Miami are both. And now, and now are they going to, you know, it's a question of how the Jets respond to this, right? Because this is a team that, like the Patriots team, that they, they should have beaten. Like, I, I put the Imperial, Patriots, yeah. Patriots, Packers in the same realm based on what we've seen this year. And, like, yeah, you're going to go into Lambeau and manhandle the Packers. Well, now you're playing a familiar division opponent, and Belichick obviously gets the best of you. Um, Brees Hall... Uh, you could make an argument that they, he was the difference today, honestly. Like that, 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 that. Like changed me, their offense. Let me pull sure. up their. Let me pull up their rushing stats because I am. I am curious here. Yeah, uh, Michael Carter seven for twenty six. James Robinson five for seventeen. That's uh, mm. th- that is reason for concern because then you're putting your hand, you're you're putting the ball in the hands of Zach Wilson who threw three interceptions today. You know. Yeah. So and I will say this, I'm impressed at the amount. Uh well, Matsley he, he had a good amount of yardage today, but overall he was inefficient. But they're willing to like let him throw the ball, I guess is the biggest thing. Yeah, they trust like, him, which it, is good. Yeah. That that is good for them going forward because I think he's gonna play better. It's just one of those like we call the Belichick performance here. I'm hoping that James Robinson can you know, get settled into that offense and they can get some of their by committee. I think they'll go, but get some of their spark back in the run game. Cause really that's the reason they were beating teams is they could control the ball, control the clock. And they had this, this young breakout star. So um, yeah, I think they're true. a fun team to watch. I'd be disappointed to see them fall off the cliff here um, because of that injury, but yeah, predictable Belichick performance here. You know, no doubt, no doubt. Um, we both got it right. Uh, final game of the noon window. Don't really have much to say other than fly, Eagles, fly. 
We all saw this one. Another coming. predictable one. Another predictable one. And the Eagles now play the Texans. Um, I do want to just shout out, check the receipts. I, I did pick Philadelphia to win this division um, because I said they had an easy mm. schedule. And we're getting to that easy leg of the schedule here um, with Steelers, like Texans. 11 and all. Yeah. Like, um, they're the team to beat in the NFL right now. I don't think they're the best team in the NFL. I, I might I might lean Buffalo that way right now. But uh, clearly the NFC favorite and uh, clearly Super Bowl or bust. And clearly – you know, there, there's rumors of them they making the MVP a front runner. I think. I really in Hurts, Jalen Hurts, probably there. Uh, yeah, right now. I, I'd love. You know me, I'd love to agree. Who do you think I'm, would be over him? I would take Allen. Mm. I think Allen has more I'd control. To, I'd have to compare the stats. I really would. I, well, I, I think, think Allen gets the numbers right now. But but in terms of like most valuable player. Allen is not only all of their pass game, he's all of their rushing game as well. Like he's he's the reason Buffalo is successful. And um while Jalen Hurts is a large portion yeah. of the reason, I think that if you take it'd be much easier to sub someone in and do what Jalen Hurts does than like 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 and I'm no, the biggest that is very, that's supporter. the best way you can put it. Yeah, like I'm the biggest. Like I don't want to make it seem like I'm bashing on Hurts because I think he's he's like he's gonna get to Josh Allen, and that's why I'm on board with it right now. And you see games like this where he just erupts, and it's like yeah, the potential is there, the flashes are there. Is this year two or three of him starting? I don't even know, but like he's gonna be a star. I think he's like one year away from the MVP talk. Well, I mean, he's in the MVP talk, one year away from the win. But if they go seventeen and zero, like you know. What are we talking about? Yes, he's well, going to get the yeah. award. Like, yes, yeah, anything's he's possible. And I guess the only thing I would add to Jalen Hurts' case is what I'm basically hearing is you're like, yeah, Josh Allen's a better player and definitely like more valuable. You could make the argument that Lamar won his MVP. Like, he was definitely like Patrick Mahomes was more valuable that year and the better player. It's just like narrative wise and the way the statistics fall with, you know, the rushing numbers and whatnot, like total touchdowns. Um, I, I think just by the end of the year, Hertz might have the case just the way it's I, going I don't, I, it's impossible these to disagree multi, with that. It's very yeah, true. these multi-TD games with very little turnovers all year. He's he's going to have a shot at the end of this if things just keep going the way they are. But yeah, yeah you know, good for Philly. I mean, they're, they're really rolling this year. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed with Pittsburgh today. I I yeah, hoped what, they put up. I I, I didn't expect a win, but I had hoped a better fight and uh, <laughs> to just get shredded in the first half. Three AJ round touchdowns as much. I mean, I'd love to see it because he was on my uh, yeah fantasy, my frenzy, frenzy team. Yeah. But um, yeah, I had hoped. I, I don't know. I, I'm starting. Obviously, like I've already written Pittsburgh off, but I I don't know. I, I like they were in the game. I guess what I'm saying is they were in the game with Miami last week, and you know I feel like they've gotten this. They've elevated because of Pickett, and maybe maybe New Philly's just that much better than Miami. So that could be the bottom line here. That is possible. Yeah, I mean Philly but, is really good. Yeah, uh, that takes us to Titans Texans. I don't really have much to say here. Garbage time. Damian Pierce touchdown. Love to see it. Um, <laughs> Fantasy. This stud. was. This was about what we both expected. Yeah. This is uh, Derrick Henry. Oh, wow. Wow. I did not know it was that many yards. 32 for 219 and two touchdowns. 
Told you. Last three times, 200, over 200 yards. I mean, I don't know what Derrick Henry has against the people of Houston, but like it's it's some sort of grudge. I mean, he just has field days every single day. Malik oh, Willis, one and zero as a starter, didn't do anything huh. at all. Threw for fifty yards, but that's what you got to do to win in Tennessee. As a and yeah, I was about to say when you're running back, it's two hundred. I mean, yeah, that's not that big a deal. But uh, Houston, this is what you want. You know, yeah, one, they want to win this year. One of Lovey Smith. I don't know what they're going to do about Pierce. You're going to have an opportunity to grab Bryce Young. And, and uh, actually, very similar play style with Deshaun Watson. So that might be interesting yeah. to watch as, it, as the years go on. But, um, yeah, you want to lose this game if you're Houston. You're not that mad. You're going to get the number one overall pick. That's the goal right now. So Right, right. Solid win for Tennessee. We both picked it. Um, next game, I'm very excited to talk about this game. Because um, I called it upset of the week. Rode him again. I rode. Gino did not write anybody back yet again. <laughs> um, yeah. Seattle in Seattle is a tough place to play, and I didn't think Danny Dimes had it. And uh, I was. Well, gonna... they just shut him down running the ball, too. Saquon couldn't get anything going today. And, and that's, that's, really that's what I fear. Blows. That's why I fear the longevity of this team. Yep. That's the um, formula. You, you know, shut down. And, and I will say this they did have. This is outside of Daniel Jones's control. Richie James had like two special teams fumbles, I believe. I know for sure right. one. I know he had two fumbles. I know one of them was for sure a muff punt. Um, just things like that, flow of the game. Like, you know, Daniel Jones freed his number 1731, 176, no touchdowns, no picks. Like, he took care of the ball, um, relatively efficient in terms of completion percentage. Like, it, he didn't play awful, but. Yeah, they just could not finish drives, and they really lacked the run game. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, that's really all there is to it. And like then, they and then special the teams turnovers. Special teams turnovers. Yeah. But Seattle Sorry, Giants fans. <laughs> Seattle, man, I am, I am so high on them right now. I'm, I'm. It's, it's scary oh, yeah. how high I am on Seattle. This was, this was a great pick. For the week, I'm I'm very I'm very pleased. I'm they really mood. might sneak into the playoffs. It, it does, you know, as Thanos would say, this this does put a smile on my face. Yeah, it's, yeah, smile. it's entertaining. Like it's just so unexpected. They almost, like, you know, and Tyler Lockett dropped a touchdown, a long touchdown today too. They almost yeah. won by another touchdown because I don't know if they got any points on that drive. They might have got a field goal on that drive, but um, either way, it's seeing Geno Smith just cook is. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh man. Excuse you. Yeah, that's uh, happening. Or bless you, sorry. Um <laughs> he's so good. Like he's just efficient. The offense looks good. They run the ball. Ken Walker. He actually well, let me pull up his numbers. Kind of reminds me of, like the Alex Smith revival, if that makes yeah, any sense. That's fair. very reminiscent. Alex Smith had a better back half of his career than first half. So that's really what's happening with Gino. If that right means now, that if that means that Seattle's him. gonna somehow find a way to take up the next Patty Mahomes, I'm, I'm scared. Oh yeah, <laughs> for, for the rest. I'm assuming Seattle's uh the Niners are probably on top of their division. Oh uh, so that they're actually Oh my gosh, yeah, they they probably are. Which is nuts to think about, but 
Seattle's five. I don't know where three. the 49ers are. Oh no, Seattle. Seattle's four and four. Or San Francisco's four and four. Seattle is five and three. So they are on top. Yeah. The Cardinals are bad, and the Rams are bad. Uh, we could pivot it's to that crazy game. year. Yeah. Yeah, the Rams are just bad. Like, I, like, like this week, I, I feel like I just don't like <laughs> have that many talking points for some of these games. Like these immediate reactions. Like, oh yeah, because that was just what we expected like, with the 49ers. Yeah, like I'm just growing to Shanahan was going to have a field bad. day with McCaffrey. But yeah, yeah that's a little scary not. for the rest of the week to see him, you know, fully unlocked. Look, yeah. it, hey, it's the Von Miller discussion, right? We've had we had said the same thing. If they win the ring, they win the Super Bowl, it was worth it. Worth it. Yep. Otherwise, they're really screwed. <laughs> yeah. <and laughs> it'll hurt them not only, you know, the picks they gave up, but the salary cap in the next couple of years is something to monitor. Uh, yeah, and for the Rams' sake, I mean, they, they are kind of screwed. Like, we know their pick situation's not great the next couple of years. They can't really rebuild this roster when Cal looks like they need to. Um, offensive line, definitely. Definitely just yeah. some old, you know, older players like Allen Robinson, Stafford's clearly not as effective. There's just there's a lot of regression, and um, – it's tough, you know, for the Rams. Yeah, they got Super Bowl out of it, so don't feel too bad for them. But definitely a uh, very major disappointment in my book this year. I, I knew they were, yeah, like you mentioned, they were probably take a step back, losing Von Miller and whatnot. But, I mean, this is like five or six steps back. Oh, there's no chance they're going to make the playoffs. There's no, just not a chance. Right. And I'm it very is. pleased. That also puts a smile on my face. We go yeah. check the receipts on that on that conversation back in early. September. Yeah, no, this is true. This is true. But um, yeah, Niners roll. McCaffrey solid pickup for fantasy frenzy. Can't uh, mm-hmm. I can't I am I can be mad and I am mad. Love CMC um, man when he's healthy. Final he's good. Final game before we pivot to just kind of recapping our picks for our contest here. Oops, yeah. I clicked on the wrong clicked on the wrong one here. Uh Commanders and the Colts. I'm just gonna go out and say this 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 hurt. This this hurt me deeply. Tough, as a new as a new beat. young Colts uh, Colts supporter. Uh this tough bad beat. Um Terry McLaurin just had it out for us today. That's the bottom line. Um Sam Ellinger actually did Deadly. not look bad. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. He did not look <laughs> it was no worse than Matt Ryan. So no, very true. Relevant to expectation, yeah. Sam Elger had a pretty good day. Uh, Seventeen and... of twenty-three, four incompletions, two hundred yards, uh, no touchdowns, no picks. A um, yeah. lot of field goals. Probably the reason we lost. Need to finish drives. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, sixteen for seventy-six. Need it's more. Kind of been all year. Need yeah, more, but not expected bad. more. You know, it's not his worst game of the year, but but need more, need a touchdown, need something. I know they had it on the goal line, didn't get it in, that sort of stuff. And, and, and you know what, bad beat. Uh, Stephon Gilmore can't get mossed by Terry McLaurin, who I'm pretty sure is like 5'11". So that can't <laughs> happen. Um, no. But the, the worst one is Mike the Michael Pittman drop. Oh, my gosh. Brutal, brutal chance there at the end. Uh, yeah. Wide open at the end, chance to get a game-winning field goal. Um yeah, you know, I, where are you at with Indy at this point? You know, oh, uh, definitely. I was lower at the start. You know, obviously, you had them as your Super Bowl pick, and I had the Titans winning the division. 
So I, I clearly was on the opposite side of the spectrum for that one. But yeah, I hate to. I don't know if they really got. I don't think they make playoffs. It's if they're in the NFC, they, they would have had a chance. But like, they kind of look dead to me. I would agree. It's just very clear there's one position lacking. Let's look. I've never seen a roster like this. Like, and we, we didn't really talk much about Sam Ellinger, that that decision. We can talk about it a little bit more now. But like, you just look back. I saw somebody post like it was a Manning jersey, and it, they taped all yeah. the names since Manning. It's just like you know Andrew Luck, obviously. Like, it's just crazy what. One I still think they pulled Matt Ryan too early. What? Yeah, but it, uh, they would have had a different starting quarterback next year. Anyways. They're just getting ahead of the curve here. Yeah, and you're probably right. You know, I just – it's right. a tough spot for them right now. It like, really what, is because I, I still ceiling, think they're going to be competitive ceiling, enough. Their ceiling with Matt Ryan was, like, very clearly established, not very high, and go to the young guy and see if you can find a spark. And we played as relevant – about the same with no turnovers that Matt Ryan did. So, like – Very true. Yeah. I, I – that's it's just like it's crazy to me what what one guy's early retirement can do to a franchise for years Years. to come because you built you build your roster all around this guy and you're a contender and now you're good everywhere else essentially you're still good so you're not going to lose a bunch of games to go grab to enter a full rebuild and you are stuck in this mediocrity like oh we can't go get a top quarterback because we win eight games every year we either sneak in or just miss and then it's like oh well we're right there like we're like they're just stuck in this never-ending that's why i hope sam ellinger turns out because even if he is bad this year like you mentioned this roster is good enough that they're still going to win enough games to hold them back from yeah yeah it's going to hold them back from getting that uh you know top qb prospect but overall I mean, yeah, they're not looking too great. The commanders, again, they they do this where they just kind of scrape by wins, and then you look at the end. How, of the season they're four and, and four. How are they four and four? Right. Like, it's, it's just one of those a four things. and four team. Yeah, but it's, it's classic not... Ron Rivera. Like it, it really is. Yeah. It's classic Taylor Heineke, who's literally better than Carson Wentz, in my opinion. I, I just hate to say statistically, it. Statistically, I well, mean, you know, statistically, I don't. He doesn't have it yet, but it, it is. But uh, it's like there's just a difference watching when you win games two and zero this year. Like it's just like, yeah. I don't know why they moved on from him to begin with. Unless you're going to go draft a guy early, it's like why are you, you know? Yeah, uh, same thing. Same thing with Carson right? Wentz and Indianapolis. Why are you moving on from this guy? Like he's he's you you know you were a game away from being like a top seed almost last year right like you were a super bowl Very favorite so you went to jacksonville and lost but yeah yeah this i don't know indy cl- clearly seems to be taking a risk with the sam ellinger move and it's kind of like okay we're either gonna we're gonna find out what we got here we're either gonna this is their them saying we're gonna tank for the early pick or this guy's gonna be really good and we're gonna make the playoffs <laughs> that's what it feels like and uh, I just hope they don't get stuck in the middle. That's the bottom line. No, I agree with you. For Colts fans' sake, they, they hope you're not in that, you know, level of mediocrity. But, but yeah, no. Yeah. For the, uh, commanders, man. That takes us through the uh, Sunday games. And so, recap of the picks. Um, I have a chance to 
Well, actually, now I don't have a chance because what what was the record? Was it twelve or was it fourteen? It wasn't fourteen. That was eleven. Uh, I think it's. Is it eleven? Was it eleven and five? Oh uh, yeah, it's eleven and five. Okay, so uh, I started eight and shot. one. I through the noon window, I had every single game picked correctly except the Jaguars. Um, so mm. I was I was really salty. Um, and then I had the Colts as well, which was a heartbreaker. So I realistically could be. Um, twelve. I could be twelve. I well, I could be twelve and one. Um, but it's I am right now. I'm eleven and two. So I have bangle. I have bills and bangles. So I have a chance for thirteen. I have the two uh, Vegas favorites as well for that to get to thirteen. So, um, I just feel like maybe you can speak on this, but like when it comes to picking winners this year. Um, we both started really slow and the more we've done it and like the more we said this too, like as the season has like people define who they are as the season goes on, like uh, right. we're, I, I definitely have been on a really hot streak. You're, you're not that far behind me. I mean, you're all you're, I've been, yeah, getting a little nine and four. You're nine and four. Picks, today. Yeah. You're nine and four yeah. today. So like, that's not even, <laughs> that's not bad either. That's you true. Know? So it's Relative, like, yeah, from week one. Yeah, relative week one, I think I was five and eleven, and you were six and ten. So like, yeah, it was a tough first go. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's very interesting here. It's very fun. Pick'em is coming fun, and then as for oh, fantasy yeah. frenzy, um, do a quick That's update here. I got spot. Yeah, I got to put some more guys in here, but I know you had McCaffrey. I have not. Their game hadn't finished yet, so let me look up what he scored. Jeez, it was a lot. Forty. It was a lot. Oh <laughs> my gosh! Yep, love that. Uh, Ladanian Tomlinson esque stat line. Uh, Definitely yeah, appreciate that. Big time performance from him, and then you had Jonathan Taylor as well, who it was, was actually right. not that good. Yeah, but... he didn't get a goose egg, but definitely didn't pop off. Uh, he had five points today. So, ah, uh, so he must have fumbled. He did. He must uh, fumbled. And then you did. I think Cooper Cup had a good day as well. Um, hey, he might have got hurt though at the end of that. I'm gonna look like he still might have an little ankle thing. Twenty-two point nine out of him. And then just so we can read off the correct results, let me throw in Graham Cano for you. He had eight, and then I had the Niners defense. Mm. We had five. That's great. Love that for me. All right. So heading into tomorrow and tonight, uh, you are leading 134 to 120. Uh, mm. You still have Josh Allen and Diggs, and I still have Joe Mixon, T. Higgins, and Katie York. So this is actually not Whoa. over. This is not over. It's not over. Um, yeah. This could, this could get interesting. Um, I think you're in a good spot, but – um, either I'm going to be happy with the Bills winning tonight, or I'm going to be happy. Well, with the if tonight goes how I think it's going to go, the Bills, the Bills are going to, they're going to have a pretty nice night. But um, yeah, yeah I, I had I, honestly, if I end up losing, I don't even know what to do because I'm already at 120, and I still have my wide receiver two and my mm. running back one. So at that point, we just both had really good weeks. Um, and yeah. I had I had Travis Etienne, 
who appropriately boom. Yeah. Uh, and then I had Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown. So I don't know how much better I can do. I kind of got a little backlash for not picking digs in that flex spot, but uh, I, you can't get better than 40 points out of AJ Brown. So, well, actually, I could pick definitely, him, but um, I don't know if he was available. But you get my point. So, <laughs> not sure how much better I can do. Mark Andrews took a risk, didn't pay off. But I don't know if there are that many better tight end performances. I mean, you had Ertz, he had 13. That might be the high of a week. He's been so, solid every week. God, he my yeah. Um, credit for him there. But yeah, that takes us. We're closing shop right on time. A little short of an episode, but uh, obviously the Packers are playing on Sunday night, and we're not going to miss that. So, uh, um, you got to skedaddle because yeah, I can't <laughs> wait to talk about this one. Uh, hopefully, um, I'm sure we'll be talking positive. about some uh, Packers pain come Thursday. But uh, quick reminder, mm-hmm. guys, we're on a Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday schedule now. Sunday recaps of uh, NFL reactions, NBA Tuesday, and then uh, Thursday NFL predictions. So um, be sure to check out the content on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, everywhere else. Um, Spread the word, um, share the pics, interact with us. We love all that stuff. And uh, yeah, you know, um, I'm not, you know, I'm in a good spot tonight. Bills win. Go Pack Hill, man. I have a reason to be happy. Pack country. Packers win. I have a better reason to be happy. So um, (laughs) let's see if 12 can get it done tonight. But uh, yeah, any closing thoughts? Need a vintage 12 performance. That's really yeah, all it's going to say. It's a good way of putting it. Just it a weird, just a weird, way. it's a weird week when I feel like I have less things to say when every game goes exactly how I thought it would. Like I did so well in picks. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like, well, yeah, I mean, we, we talked about it already, you know, like we, yeah, already like called we, it. So we, it's like, we know who we are. What we, said. Yeah. we know the Giants are fraudulent as predicted by me picking against <laughs> them. Like we know who you are. Um, yeah. Yeah, no hiding from us. DJ so. Moore. <laughs> Wait, I know who you are. You fraud. Yeah. But all right. Y'all have a good one. Um, as always, take it easy, my man. And yeah, uh it's a pleasure. Yeah, we'll see you guys Tuesday. Just enjoy the Packer game. Take care. It's